22, verse 31 and 32, it reads this way. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan hath asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail. And when you are turned to me, strengthen your brethren. I want to go back to verse uh, 32. But I have prayed for you. This is what Jesus is saying. I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail. I have prayed for you that your faith shall not fail. Now, in this portion of scripture, Jesus is talking to Simon Peter. They call him Simon, but his name is Simon Peter. Simon Peter, Satan has asked for him. He wants to sift him like wheat. And then Jesus says to him, but, 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 in, in spite of what the plan of the enemy is, in spite of what the plan of Satan is, he said, I have prayed for you. We all know if we study scripture well, we all know that Jesus is now seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. So just as Jesus prayed for Simon Peter, Jesus is also praying for us. Satan may have some of those same desires for us, but Jesus is praying for us, and he's praying that your faith will not fail, and when you are turned, you will strengthen your brethren. So there's an episode that Peter goes through after this. After Jesus says these words to him, then Peter begins to go through these, these challenges or these tests in his life. So here it is. We, we read to you out of Luke 22, verse 31 and verse 32. And then we're going to go over into the book of Matthew, which I, I talked to you just a little bit about that at the beginning. And we're not going to read. I'm just going to tell you what happened. In Matthew 16 and verse 23, this, this is what happens. Uh, Jesus has to rebuke uh, Peter and says to Peter, this same Simon Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. So in one moment, Jesus has said to him that I pray for you. And then in the next moment, Jesus has to address him and say, get thee behind me, Satan. He calls it Simon Peter, Satan. So you notice that this particular thing happened. So that would have made most people give up. That would have made most people throw the towel in. And, yeah, I'm, well, I'm the devil. I'm, Jesus said, I'm the devil. But, but Jesus has already prayed for Peter that he will make it through these challenging times. He told him, he's explaining to him, Satan wants to have you. He wants to sift you like wheat. So he goes through this challenge where his mind begins to function a little bit selfish and he wants to uh, hinder Jesus from going through the process. And then we get over into Matthew 20, uh, still in Matthew 22, and we get in verse 50. And, G and here it is, Jesus has to put the ear of the servant back on because Peter cuts the ear of the servant off. So this same Peter that Jesus has prayed for, uh, he has called him, also called him uh, <laughs> Lucifer, Satan. And then Peter, because of his desire to help, and sometimes you can desire to help but do things in the wrong way, but it doesn't disqualify you. So Peter is now, he's cut the servant's ear off. Jesus has to put the servant's ear back on. He has to heal him right there on the spot. And then you get into Luke 26, uh, verses 54 down to 62, and Peter, Peter denies Jesus. He denies that he even knows who Jesus is. So you have those three things that have occurred, but that's not all. That's not all. Jesus has prayed 
for Peter. And because Jesus has prayed for Peter, he said that your faith will not fail. Jesus has prayed for Peter to recover. Jesus, Peter, Peter recovers from being called Satan. Peter recovers from cutting the servant's ear off. Peter recovers from denying Jesus. But that's not all. Then and you see in John 21 and verse 3, Peter goes back fishing. Peter goes back to what he used to do. And then Jesus shows up. Jesus shows up after the resurrection. So you have, let me run through that again because I want you to capture everything that I'm saying. So in Matthew 16, verse 23, you have Jesus uh, addressing Peter as certain as, as Satan. Now, remember now, Jesus has prayed for Peter. Jesus has prayed for Peter that your faith shall not fail. So after being called Satan, his faith kicks in and he recovers. And then he, uh, in, in Luke 22, verse 50, uh, Peter cuts the servant's uh, ear off and Jesus has to heal, put the servant's ear back on. Peter's faith is still intact. So he recovers from cutting the ear of the servant off. So then you get into Luke 26, 54 down to 50, uh, 62, and Peter denies Jesus, but Peter's faith is still intact. So Peter recovers from denying Jesus. And then Peter in John um, 21 and verse 3, Peter goes back fishing and he's unclothed when Jesus shows up. And then he jumps into the water to hide himself. And Peter recovers from going back to his old ways of operating. And then you get into Acts chapter 2 where it shows where his recovery from all those instances are seen. I can truly say, based on these verses of scripture, that, that, that Simon Peter, I want to call him Simon Peter because he says Simon, Simon. So Simon Peter had enough faith to recover from all these events in his life. And I want to tell you this morning, you're unstoppable. You are the one and you're unstoppable. You have the ability to recover from every situation. That's my word to you. That's my encouragement to you. For those of you who thought you couldn't recover, for those of you who thought you wouldn't recover, for those of you who thought it was over, it is not over. There's been prayer that's being prayed for you. And that particular prayer is a prayer not only of the saints. That prayer is through Jesus Christ. And when Jesus prays for you, he gives you the ability, if your faith does not fail, to recover from everything. I don't know what you're recovering from. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know what's happened in your life. I don't know what's going on even right now. I don't know what you're contemplating. But if you still have the faith, if your faith has not failed, failed you, even though Satan himself, the devil, darkness, the, the ancient wicked one, even though that is at work, there is still an ability, I can tell you because I can read it in scripture, I can see it in scripture where Peter, Simon Peter, he recovered. He made a lot of mistakes. He didn't make one or two mistakes. He made a lot of mistakes. I believe there's mistakes he made that are not even written in the Bible. The Bible even references him as being a foul-mouthed individual, but he recovered. So you can even you can even recover from a foul mouth. But those of you who thought you would not be able to recover, but those of you who thought that you, you have done enough things to keep you from being what God wants you to be, you thought you were totally disqualified. No, 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 no. Jesus prayed for you. And when Jesus prayed for you, he prayed that your faith would not fail. In order to recover, you have to believe you can recover. I believe on the inside of all the discouragement, 
and the disappointment that was on the inside of Simon Peter. There was still something down on the inside of him that says, I'm going to recover from this. Yeah, I made a big mess, but I'm going to recover from this. Yeah, I made several mistakes, but I'm going to recover from this. And so you have to have that type of faith, that that type of faith brings a recovery in your life. Because now, you, listen, you don't know what the Lord has planned for you in the future. Well, the whole time that Jesus was praying for Peter, Simon Peter, he was praying for Simon Peter because there was a day that that God was going to need a voice. Jesus was going to give up his voice and God still needed a voice in the earth. And guess who he reached for on the day of Pentecost? Because there was no understanding of what was going on. There were some amazing things going on and people would not understand unless the Peter, the one who was called Satan, the one who cut the servant's ear off, the one who went back fishing, went to back to his own ways of doing things, the one that denied Jesus when he was under pressure. That same Peter is the one that preached on the day of Pentecost. I don't know what you're going to do next, but I do know this, no matter what you're dealing with right now, you're unstoppable. No matter how deep you're in, you're unstoppable. No matter how many things have happened, how many disappointments, you're unstoppable. I came to tell you and announce to you today, Don't nobody needs to count you out because you're unstoppable. And my encouragement to you is keep getting back up and keep going again and keep getting back up and keep going again and keep getting back up and keep going again. Why? Because you're unstoppable because your faith has not failed you. If you're listening to me right now, whether it be at 6 a.m. Central Time in the morning or it be later on that night or that evening, you're unstoppable. The only reason you're listening is because you're unstoppable. And every time you understand that you're the one, you are unstoppable. I want you to, I want you to cross over today. There's nothing that could have occurred in your life that would disqualify you from the final thing that Jesus prayed for you about. I didn't say I was just praying for you, and I'm going to do that. I'm not just saying that this prayer wash is praying for you and they're going to do that but Jesus is praying for you and if Jesus is praying for you and Jesus is making intercession for you you are unstoppable I'm sure that Simon Peter had moments there's what Lord is there any way I can come out of this I see in scripture where he did he came out of it and that wasn't the last mistake that he made the apostle Paul had to address him and the apostle Paul addressing him that was another thing Peter he recovered then Simon Peter recovered then you see when you find out you're in error that you can admit I may be in that place but I am going to recover Faith causes you to recover from every little thing, every big thing, everything. I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but I'm telling you, you're unstoppable. You are the one, and you are unstoppable, and you will recover. You will recover. Peter recovered. Why? Because Jesus prayed for him, and he had faith in the prayer that Jesus prayed. How do you know he had faith? I know he had faith because I see where he recovered. He recovered every single time. You are going to recover because you are the one and you are unstoppable. Yes, you are. You are unstoppable. I want to encourage you. I want to strengthen you. I want to set you on fire today. You want to know why? It doesn't matter what happened. You shall recover. You shall recover. Why? Jesus has prayed for you already in advance, already decreed and declared that you're going to recover from whatever Satan 
all the powers of darkness would try, attempt to do to you. Well, let me help you before I pray. If all hell has been breaking loose, you must be somebody. If it's been that many attempts to derail you, you must be somebody, somebody major. There must be a plan that's in the future for you that you need to live long enough to experience. If, if all that, the Bible says, the Lord says, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you. Satan don't ask for somebody that doesn't have purpose. Satan doesn't ask for somebody that, doesn't, that God doesn't have a tremendous plan for. He asked for him. Why did he ask for him? Because Satan had an inkling in his mind. And one day this guy is going to be a problem for me. One day this guy is going to get up and preach. And it, it's going to spread like wildfire. One day this guy is going to represent something that he doesn't even know anything about. I just sense he's a threat. Listen, Satan sensed that you were a threat. <laughs> and Jesus knew that you were going to need prayer, that your faith will not fail. And I believe if you're listening to me on this Tuesday morning, your faith has not failed. You're still in the game. Yeah. You're still in the game. You, you're still in the game. Miss Small, I see you all. You're still in the game. No matter what happened, you're still in the game. Why are you still in the game? Because your faith has not failed. Because not only did the church pray, not only did Pastor, Apostle, Bishop Davis pray, Lady Davis pray, Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed. You're the one. Jesus is praying for you. That ought to be the greatest level of encouragement because Jesus never wasted a prayer. So Jesus is praying for you. So when we get ready to pray, we're not only going to pray, we're going to believe that Jesus is now, who is sitting next to the Father, is praying while we're praying. And if he's praying while we're praying, you're unstoppable. You, you, are, you are completely unstoppable. And if we're coming in compliance with the Holy Spirit, who's always in compliance with Jesus Christ, who Jesus Christ is always in compliance with the Father God, you're in a win-win situation. Regardless where you found yourself, regardless of how many disappointments that have gone on, your disappointments have set you up with your final appointment. Because every disappointment that Simon Peter had set him up with his final appointment. And I'm telling you, your final appointment is here. We ought to pray, y'all. We ought to pray. I know you're excited. <laughs> I am too. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Because some of y'all, if I, God gave me this, some of y'all were wondering if you were going to recover. Well, it's too late. You got you got the memo, you got the text message, you got the email, you got you got it now. You will recover. It's done. Jesus has already prayed for you. Now we we're fixing to pray for you. God, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for this session of I Am The One segment. We thank you for what you're doing in and through the lives of your people. We thank you for how you're strengthening them, even in chaotic places and chaotic times. God, you're strengthening them. God, you, you said that in your word that Jesus is praying. Now Jesus begin to pray. We want to know that you're praying this morning for all those who are under the sound of my voice. You will not be silent in prayer. We have have a word on it. You are sitting next to the Father and you're whispering words of intercession concerning us. 
And those of us who need the greatest amount of prayer and the greatest amount of intercession, therefore, God, you will give that. If you state it in your word that you pray for Peter, that means Peter, Simon Peter, was going to need a great amount of prayer. So, Father, there are those who are under the sound of my voice. They need that unusual amount of prayer. So we release through faith that unusual amount of prayer that changes the trajectory of their lives. God that catapults them over into destiny. God that causes all the things that's going on to not work against them, but make them better. Father, we thank you for every single person who's under the sound of my voice who are now matriculating higher. Why? Because there's a prayer, a supernatural prayer that's being prayed. Father, we step out of the natural realm into the supernatural realm and impact the unseen realm through prayer. Father, the prayer is so powerful this morning. There are people who are coming back to themselves. God, they're not going to tie themselves or relate themselves to what happened. They're going to relate themselves to who they really are. And because of the prayer of Jesus Christ, the identity of Peter, Simon Peter, came to fruition. Why? Because Peter means Petra. He is a rock. And a rock will survive. You are a rock. You shall survive. I decree and declare that your name is changing. You become solid. You become you become stable. You become the foundation of something so great for your household, for your bloodline, for your, for all the people, your community. Why? Because there is a prayer that's being prayed for you, and that prayer cannot be canceled out. When Jesus prayed, it was more powerful than any prayer that could be prayed. Well, Jesus is praying for you as we're praying for you, and we're joined together, and it's more powerful than anything that could be happening on this day. So we set ourselves in agreement with Jesus and the prayer that he's prayed for us. Like he prayed for Simon Peter, he is also praying for us now. And we shall see, we shall see the fulfillment of the prayer that was prayed for us. We shall see the outcome and the results of the prayer that's being prayed for us. We shall experience the overflow of the prayer that's being prayed for us. Father, we thank you. We bless you for opening up our eyes that we may see. We thank you for releasing a sound in the earth that we may respond to. We thank you, Father God, for loving us so much. You loved us before we denied you. You loved us before before God, we cut the servant's ear off. We, you loved us before. Out of ignorance, we may have done certain things, but God, the things we've done in ignorance cannot outweigh your promises over our lives because your promise over our lives are yes and amen. So we thank you, Lord. We bless you this morning for all the wonderful things that you have planned for us in spite of. And Father, that in spite of means Nothing can stop us if we continue to believe. We are unstoppable. We may have experienced some horrible things, but Lord, we keep our faith in you, and that means we're unstoppable. I don't know what's in the future for these people, but I know it's good. I know it's a good day. I know the Bible said weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So joy is on the other side of this thing. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you this morning for all that you're doing and all that you're saying and all that you're stirring on the inside of those who belong to you. Father, we thank you for Simon Peter. For Simon Peter was always in your hands from that very day. He was in your hands. And because he was in your hands, he was unstoppable. He was able to recover. And Father, these now, oh, under the sound of my voice, they're in your hands. 
So we know, God, there's a recover. We know, God, that they're unstoppable. If people can't stop you, if Satan can't stop you, he can't stop those who belong to you. So, Father, we pray to the throne of heaven now. We decree and declare over the people that are hearing me today, God, that you will show up in the most amazing ways. You will be their God, and they will be your people. God, we take ownership of you, and God, you take ownership of us. So, Father, because you have taken ownership of us, God, we throw in the midst of chaos and darkness and in anything, God, that will be something that will try to throw us off course, God. Anything we've done, God, that may have been self-sabotaging, God, we recover from it. We learn from it. God, it was just an experience. Now that we've got that degree under our belt, God, we begin to go forth like we never had before. We praise you and we glorify you for the great outcome. God, I thank you for these unstoppable people. God, the reason they're up this morning, the reason they're hearing me now is because they're unstoppable. Father, I know there was something going on before they got on, but they're unstoppable. They were able to get through the clouds, get through all the fog. They were able to get through the pain. They were able to get through the adversity. They were able to get through whatever that may have been that was opposition because they are unstoppable. It's it's because of a prayer that you pray for them that won't not allow them to quit. And because you pray, they can't quit. Because you pray, they won't quit. Because you pray, they will fulfill their purpose, God. And we bless you for the prayer that you prayed. And some of us don't even know how we're making it. We're making it because Jesus prayed for us and is praying for us. That's how we're making it. There is something happening right now, even on this call right now. There is something happening that's catapulting you into the better days. You're going to last until those better days are here. You're going to see those better days. Worry and anxiety and fear cannot grip you to the degree that you don't show up for your grand finale, your final moment, your debut is on the way. That's why Jesus prayed for you. Jesus knew within himself. He has, he has a desire, but he needs prayer. You have a desire, but you need prayer. When you have a desire, prayer is offered up for you. So we pray this morning, as well as Jesus praying this morning, that your desire and then your destiny meet up with one another. I decree and declare this morning through the power of prayer that everything that God has placed in your heart, and you may have gone outside of it, but now God redirects you and recalibrates you into that that God has for you. And it's not all in a church service. There are some things that you're supposed to do in other places. And that's why God has his hands on you. That's why Jesus prayed for you. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you will not take your hands off of these people. You'll continue to maneuver them through the worst of days into the best of days. We thank you for it. We bless you for it. We thank you for what you've already done. Men have already gone through those times and entered into other times. And, and Father, because you with them. You are with them. I decree and declare because they are the one. You are with them. You have never left them. You have not forsaken them. You did not forsaken Simon Peter. You will not forsaken us because you prayed an a prayer that's unwavering and not wasteful. God, there is a level of recovery that your people will enjoy. And I thank you for it. I thank you for it breaking into the atmosphere. I thank you for it coming into the climate, into the room, into the place that they are right now. In spirit of the living God, continue to do what you do because you always do it well. And we glorify you and we honor you for it. And we thank you for this moment that you've given us. A moment 
to set us back in place and empower us once again to recover from whatever it is. We are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. Well, you're the one, and you're unstoppable, and it's too late. Jesus has already prayed for you. Jesus prayed for you before your critics got a chance to even know who you were. So Jesus prayed for you. It's settled, because Jesus never prayed a wasted prayer. Jesus, when he prayed, he got answers. We prayed with Jesus this morning. Therefore, we've got answers. You all have a wonderful day. I've enjoyed you as always. Um, there's no better time than these Tuesday mornings. I love Sundays and I love Wednesdays, but I love these Tuesday mornings because I get a chance to talk to the people that, that know that they're, they're, they're the one and that understand that they're unstoppable. Keep doing what God calls you to do. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop now. Don't stop now. It's on now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on now. Hey, it's a great day. You rejoice in the Lord. Uh, know that he's with you. Uh, even in this rainy weather, the Lord is still with you. And uh, you're going to do some amazing things with this season of your life. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I love you. Lady Davis loves you. Refresh loves you. And uh, you're in the right season at the right time. Have a wonderful day. If you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenAdavis.org. We'll see you next time.